and welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast, the podcast where immigration professionals and foreign nationals go to keep up to date. This week, the writer of these podcasts, immigration partner Lynn Walker, stops by to talk about a best practice in using the USCIS COVID-19 flexibility policy and a simple but effective method the Minor and Landis team has developed for responding to RFEs that you just have to hear. Have you recently had an RFE response denied for being past the due date when you knew for sure that it wasn't? Recently, we've heard about colleagues in the immigration law field who have had their RFE responses denied as being untimely filed. And we wanted to share a simple yet effective approach that we've been using at Minor and Landis in our filing letters that has worked. On March 20th, 2020, In response to the COVID-19 pandemic, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, also known as USCIS, issued a policy in which the agency extended the amount of time that applicants, petitioners, and or their attorneys had to respond to requests for evidence or RFEs and notices of intent to deny or NOIDs, as well as file notices of appeal or motions to reopen or MTRs. We will call this policy in its totality the USCIS Flexibility Policy. The USCIS Flexibility Policy, which has been extended several times, permits applicants, petitioners, and or their attorneys to provide a response to an RFE, NOID, or MTR up to 60 calendar days after the due date listed in the USCIS request or notice so long as such USCIS request or notice was issued between March 1, 2020 and September 30, 2021. Recently, there have been reports that USCIS has not been following its policy and has been denying petitions and applications where the RFE and NOID responses or the MTRs were received after the due date listed on the USCIS request or notice, but before the 60-day flexibility period expired. Attorneys have been reporting that their RFE responses and MTRs filed during the 60-day flexibility period are leading to denials as untimely. At Minor and Landis, we have found success using a more proactive approach. Much like our practice of incorporating USCIS's deference policy into filings of petitions requesting an extension of status and in response to RFEs where USCIS previously approved the petitioner and the beneficiary's visa petition, we have been incorporating language from the USCIS flexibility policy in our RFE responses. For more information about this, check out last week's podcast where we talk in depth about our deference policy strategy. It's been very successful for us. Our best practices include making it easier for the USCIS adjudicating officer to evaluate the evidence to support approval of the petition. That is, we make it obvious that the RFE response is timely filed by simply providing the actual date that the 60-day flexibility period expires in the first page of our brief or filing letter. For example, 
If the RFE was issued on February 22, 2021, and the original due date for the response was listed as May 20, 2021, under the USCIS flexibility policy, the applicant, petitioner, and or their attorney should receive an additional 60 days or until July 19, 2021 to submit their response. We believe that by providing this explanation and providing a copy of the USCIS flexibility policy, we have enabled our clients to take full advantage of the additional 60-day period to collect the information and documentation required to respond to the RFE, which has resulted in approval of our clients' petitions. RFEs are very complex and challenging, as there are many issues that must be assessed. It is critical not to overlook any particular issue, as it can have a detrimental effect on the outcome of the case. Accordingly, we highly recommend that U.S. employers and foreign nationals contact a qualified attorney for a consultation as soon as an RFE is received so that the attorney may review the RFE and determine what information and documentation are required to proceed. Thank you for joining us today, and please be sure to follow us on LinkedIn for more articles and guidance. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.